Hi, and welcome to the Art of Spiritual Sleep. My name is Wendy Rosenthal, and I am your co-host alongside Kabbalistic sleep and dream expert, Mordecai Ballas. Mordecai, how's it going today? Good. I, I'm actually, uh, I have to admit that I am tired today, which is very interesting because uh, I guess when you experience, when you taste high quality of uh, sleep, and I guess also as a result, also high quality of dreams, it's, it's just when you have even one night of like, uh, it's not, uh, it wasn't like the best. It's like you ate in a very good restaurant and now, you know, you're eating like a burger with fries. It just doesn't feel the same, but I'll try to stay awake uh, without falling asleep uh, during this episode. Well, and if I do, you just can uh, join me unless you're driving or something else that it's dangerous. <laughs> well, we have heard the stories of how you can be kind of elevating and sleeping and talking at the same time. So Right. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible it's going to happen today. <laughs> you know, I have to be uh, direct and honest. What about you? Uh, direct and honest. I, If I were direct and honest, it'd be a whole podcast right now. Let's just say <laughs> Everything is amazing, and I'm always really happy to be here. All right. <laughs> um, I, our episode today is a continuation on um, the theme that we're talking about in terms of dream interpretation, and mm -hmm. it's called Intent to Interpret. We'll get a little bit more into that in a minute, but first I want to welcome everybody who is here for the first time. Thank you so much for joining us. And for all of you who are regular uh, listeners, we're very excited to have you back. The Art of Spiritual Sleep is a podcast that looks at the depth and the power of our sleep and dreams through the lens of the ancient wisdom of Kabbalah. And, you know, we really have the desire to share all of this with you because when we really understand how our our nighttime, our sleep time is almost the truer reality than our awakened time. You can see yeah. how much more you can bring to your day. So as always, we're very happy that you're here. Please stick with us until the very end of this episode for two amazing features. The first is the language of dreams where Mordecai shares a sleep symbol of the week so that you can start to interpret your own dreams and those of those around you. And now with this series, you're going to have an even um, more uh, uh, educated and practice way of doing so. We also have something to sleep on where Mordecai shares tips and exercises, meditations and workshops that you can do to improve your sleep and dreams. So please stick around. All right, Mordecai, mm -hmm. intent to interpret. Tell us what's so, that. Yeah, we, we're going now uh, to the juice of the juice. And really, we, we want to give you... Um, throughout the next uh, episodes in this series, uh, the steps, which is really, uh, I'm trying to think even how to describe it. It's really those steps, those six steps that everyone can use to dream and interpret your dreams and interpret uh, also other people's dreams with focus on the latter two, right? Uh, it's really um, being in this field for uh, the length that I've been so far, I really feel it's revolutionary. And this is uh, 
obviously given through the force of from the force of creation it's all the force of creation um, through uh, our teacher Karen Berg um, it's really an amazing amazing uh, uh, steps um, we just got to keep in mind it's really all the force of creation so even if you have a dream and you have the insight on what the dream means and um, uh, you, you know, you have the interpretation in your mind, you get the interpretation. Who gave you the dream? Who gave you the interpretation? It's really all the force of creation. And what we're covering today, which is setting the intention, planting the right seed, is actually at the, it's at the core of being aligned with the force of creation. Because when you are aligned, not only with your sleep, dreams, and interpretation, when you're aligned with the force of creation, and maybe sometimes we feel it like uh, for a moment during the day, uh, maybe some of us might feel it a little bit longer, hopefully. Uh, maybe there are people that feel it all day, right? Um, and maybe it's less frequent. But those moments, you really... Um, you taste, it's, it's a heavenly moment. But when you are aligned with the force of creation, you can't go wrong. So imagine like um, you're, you're, you're aligned with the force of creation and you enter this business deal or this trade or uh, um, uh, this conversation, very important conversation in your relationship, in one of your relationships or a very important uh, situation right now in your life. If you are aligned with the creator, there is no way you can mess it up. And I remember um, for my teachers, from Robin Kellenberg, sharing with us so many times that throughout the years, even though there are master Kabbalists, throughout the years, Robin Kellenberg, in managing running the Kabbalah Center, they made so many mistakes, so-called, but because their intention, their heart was in the right place, the force of creation navigated it um, towards uh, the best possible outcome. So Mordecai, before you go on, I mean, I think it's really important and I, and I kind of always put myself in the position of, because I am, like the humble student who goes, that's a really big concept, right? If I'm setting my intention and you're and, saying- You know, this is a very big statement, you know, from, from your star sign. I know. <laughs> it's even further, it's going even further, right? Yes, I know. It's, it, but it's true. Like I, I'm always trying to, when I hear what you're talking about, especially in this, in this role that I am in with you on this podcast, like I'm always trying to think, what does that mean? And when you say aligned with the, with the force of creation, that's big, right? So yeah. there might be people out there who don't, you know, who don't even know what that means. We, you know, we, we know that there are a lot of our listeners that maybe aren't students of Kabbalah. They might be students of other spiritual practices or none at all. So my question to you is when you say that, can you, can you put a little bit of um, a parameter around it so that like, I can wrap my head around it and I can say, oh yeah, I could see how I might be aligned. 
So, so it reminds me of a conversation I heard last week uh, between uh, Monica Berg and one of my colleagues. And uh, the conversation was about consciousness, obviously, but it, it was translated to basketball. And um, uh, this individual mentioned uh, that he loves playing basket basketball all of his life, since he remembers himself, he's playing basketball. And uh, he notices those people that are very young players uh, starting to starting very high, like at a very relatively young age, and they're already like achieving great, wonderful success. And then, you know, Monica said that really without spirituality, without having the right intention, the right consciousness, this is, for them, this is set to failure because all the fame, um, the women, the money, at such a young age, it's destined to crash if you don't know really how to balance it. So when you're asking this question, how do I know even, right? I mean, how do I know that I'm aligned? And it reminds me, from one of the Kabbalists of Mordechai Shorabi that a student came and asked him, how do I know I'm on the right path? How do I know I have the right consciousness? I mean, who knows? Maybe I'm thinking that, uh, that I am uh, on the right track where I'm actually not. And maybe it's a, it's a whole illusion that I'm deluding myself. And the answer that Mordechai Shorabi gave him the fact that you're asking this question, how do I know I'm on the right path? It means you're already on the right, uh, on the right track. But in, in practical ways, it's translated in, uh, in being on, being present. How much are you distracted, right? Let's say, you know, we are right now sharing this with you and uh, you just got a notification on your phone or... Uh, you see a missed call um, or you, you know, you're not sure who's the number or you know who is the, this person's calling. It's a very important call. What are the chances? And for every individual, the answer will be different. What are the chances that you will stay present listening to this episode versus going in your mind to uh, this phone call, this uh, text, this whatever that is, right? Right. And in the day-to-day, -day, in the day-to-day, -day, we have, uh, especially in our times, we have so many distractions. And I know about myself, and um, I'm, I'm thinking it's, it's probably the same for my colleagues who do dream interpretation. When I uh, listen or read, or I'm, when I'm in a session of dream interpretation, I cannot afford for this, for the integrity of what I'm doing. I cannot afford to do anything else or to think about anything else. I have to be 100% with this person, even if it's for a short time, okay? Because the intention, you know, if you're asking what, how, what should I be thinking about? What should I, what, how should I set my intention? I have to tell you, it almost doesn't matter. Even if you're setting the most beautiful intention, right? Let's say you have a text, you have a script on 
what's your meditation. You even listen to a meditation that helps you to set the intention before the dream interpretation. Not going to help. If you're thinking about something else right now, if you're not fully focused on, and, and in our days, in our generations, it's hard to be focused for more than 20 seconds. So true. Right? I mean, I get an email, uh, more than a few paragraphs. It's either I let the device that I'm reading, like read it to me, like very fast, or uh, I don't know, forget about it. Well, I, I mean, don't know if I can read it. I'm losing it. I'm losing it. And this is our time, right? Like, try to show your kid a movie from 30 years ago. I tried. God knows I tried, right? I try to show my kids a never-ending story, which I love this movie. The movie was so slow for them. Yeah. So everything is so fast these days. Even you listen to a message on your phone. Today, there's a feature. You can listen double speed, right? You listen to different social medias. You can, you can, listen, to, you can listen to a video double speed. You can listen to us double speed. <laughs> right. You can listen to us double speed, right? Because I, I don't have, have time for this. Do I have a Mickey Mouse voice at double speed? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good question, you know. Uh, so, so, so it doesn't matter your intention on one hand, if you are not fully present and on, even if it's for a short time. Okay. So just very quickly, let me jump in. So basically what you're saying is part of being aligned with the force of creation is to be present. Is, is yes. that, that is. That's, that's a practical actually, application. Okay. That's a practical application. Okay. That's great. I understand it. And I mean, so how do I know that I'm connected? You are present at that moment. When you listen to the dream, um, to the dream, to the details, you're not thinking about anything else. You don't go anywhere else. You know, and so it takes practice and there are different ways, uh, meditations and different tools that can help you uh, um, uh, focus. And uh, as we said, because everything is based on honesty and truth, if you know you're coming to interpret your own dream or someone else's dream, and you feel you are too distracted, you feel you are not fully on, postpone it. Or just don't deal with it right now. Because you're yeah. not going to invent something. But it goes also on the other way. If you are on and focused, then you can set the intention, which we can share with you a suggestion on how to do it. And then you almost can't go wrong because even if you gave an interpretation that was, let's say, a little bit off, because you said the right intention, the force of creation will navigate your interpretation to be the most amazing possible uh, manifestation. Yeah, you know, it's so interesting because as you're talking, I'm thinking to myself, you know, are there moments in my life that I can say that I like understand what it feels like to be fully present. And as a good exercise for me to like, remember what that feels like. And for me, it's, it's when I'm on this podcast in a lot of ways, if I'm not present with you, I can't, and I'm not really paying attention to what you're saying. I can't ask good questions and, you know, I'll forget the, you know, maybe I'll forget the name of the podcast for a minute or, you know, so it's, it's like, for me, 
just even remembering a moment where I am fully present is really helpful. That's great. You can remember the feeling of it. So I'm sure everybody listens has that, has those moments when they know that. Yeah, multitasking doesn't work in that uh, sense. And the truth is, whoever knows, multitasking doesn't work in any other thing. Because the, the true multitasking in computers is just, uh, I don't want to belittle it, but the idea is that it's uh, either another processor that uh, does processing at the same time, but we have only one processor. Or a processor that is so fast that it feels like it's multitasking, but it's not. <laughs> it's really not. So the so the idea is anything in life, like you 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 just said, right? When you are focused, you feel it, mm-hmm. right? You feel, and if you want your uh, anything that you deal with to be with full impact, try to be fully on, and. My teacher, Kieran, said it doesn't exist. The individual that is all the time on throughout their awake time, it doesn't exist. But, and by the way, we need times to vent out. We need time to relax. We need time to go idle. We have to have those moments that we do nothing, nothing. And at the same time, if you do, five minutes of being on, let's say with someone doing the dream interpretation or for yourself, it can equal uh, 30 minutes of not being on and uh, just the energy is smeared around the 30 minutes instead of being five minutes like a laser beam. Yeah, I've also found, you know, in the work that I do um, that I always can tell when I am being present because actually messages come into my head like much not even I I couldn't even say more easily it just all of a sudden there's a lot more messages and it's like I know where to take a conversation when I'm really in that fully present mode and when you get the interpretation um, you can afford not to be fully on later on later on right because because you already you already released the output uh, so even and if you're already in the momentum, so you don't need to be 100% on right now. But if you don't focus in the very beginning, forget about it. Right. So what you're saying is, let's say somebody asks you for a dream interpretation or even for yourself, like once that message has come through and you start talking, then it's a little different. Like you. Yeah, at that moment, yeah. But at that moment, there's nothing else that exists. Okay. It's only me and the other person. So I want to go back to something you said earlier earlier in this in this episode about kind of planting the seed yes. and the importance. You know, the last few weeks we've talked so much about how um, dreams follow the interpretation. So setting an intention is also not necessarily just about being a president receiving the information. Isn't it also true that if it's about planting that that seed? You know, you want the best possible seed to to kind of go into the ground so that the fruit of it is the best possible fruit. And so wouldn't so what I'm saying is I heard you say that that planting of the seed, this is the moment like setting your intention is the moment when you're planting that seed that almost impacts the whole dream. 
Right, absolutely. And even more than that, um, let's say uh, I want to <clears throat> be present and on for the next um, five minutes when I listen to the dream um, or uh, when I ask different questions or uh, when I read the, the form, let's say. Um, and if I set my intention being on and present at that moment, it will last longer, my ability to be on for the next five, six, seven, ten minutes. So if my intention combined with being on and present is at the very sea level known in Kabbalah as the Keter, which is the highest level of emanation, that is the closest to the force of creation, then the rest will follow. It's like um, you plant a good seed for uh, an apple tree. The moment you plant the seed and you plant it in the best soil, in the best way, at the exact depth, and it has all the water coming in, you did everything you need in the seed level, then you don't need to worry about the apples because they're going to grow the best if mm. you planted it in the best way. But if you planted a seed and um, it wasn't 100% as you know yourself that you can do, then you need to do like genetic editing for the apples on how, how do we fix now the fruits. So instead of dealing with things in the fruit level where it's a bit too late, and the dream can go so further, can go so far in terms of the interpretation. There are people that come to the center and they share with us that one dream interpretation or another um, changed their lives. If you ask the dream interpreter, they probably don't remember. Yeah. But uh, the seeds, right? It's like reminding me the story about this uh, old man that planted a seed for a carob, a carob tree. So a young man came and he saw this gentleman, this old man planting the seed. He says, what are you planting? He says, I'm planting a carob tree. How long does it take? The young man asked for the tree to bring fruits. He said, about 80 years. So the young man starts to laugh. He says, so you're not going to enjoy the fruits. And, uh, and the old man said, uh, not of this tree, but I want to enjoy, just like I enjoyed the fruits that my grandfather planted for carob trees that you can see in the area, I'm planting this for the next generation to come. So you don't know how one interpretation can change your life, the other right. person's lives, and who knows the ripple effect. It can change the world. So you better be a spiritual sniper rather than just like shooting everywhere, hoping that you that you hit something. OK, so Mordecai, now to get real practical for a minute, I understand how to maybe set intention. Like if let's say I'm interpreting my own dream, I don't have to interpret it until I've done my OK, let me be present with myself. Let me set my intention. Let's say I have a friend that comes up and says, Hey, Wendy, I heard, you know, I know you're on this podcast and I, I would love for you to interpret my dream. 
and can I have two minutes? Like how, are there any tips that you can give? Is, I mean, do you say to them, no, I can't do it right now, come back to me? Or is there a way that you can quickly kind of get into a place where you're planting the right seed, you're setting the right intention, and then you're present during the, the interpretation? So, so it's a very good question. You have to gauge um, um, your spiritual professional integrity versus how much details and how much time uh, they have, you have. It's like someone tells you, hi, I'm a Capricorn. Can you tell me my future? I can't. So in a like even the best astrologer in the world will not be able, and if they tell you that they do, I don't think they are the best <laughs> astrologer in the world. So many times, you know, there are people that come and ask, you know, I dreamt about this, what does it mean? Well, in most of the cases, I will say I need more details. And if, uh, you know, it's a small talk in a party or in a Zoom gathering or whatever that is, and the person is not looking for a deep answer, so I would say, you know, in general, it might mean this, but if we want to know really, if we want to know more, I have to I have to get more details. But I would say in the majority of the time, I say that I cannot do it. I have to know more. Well, even know if they're more. doing, okay, but let's say your friend's willing to give you more. Is, it, is there a, a way to kind of center yourself? Do you have any tips or anything where you can like ensure that before you even start to speak, that you, you've kind of aligned yourself be, and become present. So yes, so, so what we're gonna give uh, everyone today is one, one option. Um, it's more of like a text that you can use, but um, I think the best is Obviously, you can listen to your breathing and just focus and learn to sort of like slow down uh, so you'll be able to receive the input and, and digest it even if it's in a short time. But the best way uh, through my, whatever comes to my uh, mind right now is to practice on yourself. Because mm -hmm. when you are with yourself and you practice dream interpretation, then whenever someone comes to you, you're already more and more trained. But if it's like the first time you're doing it, or the very first time you're doing it, uh, I wouldn't be ashamed to say, you know, I need to go through different stages so I can do that for you. Would you like that? Are you okay with that? Yes, okay, so let me do it. Because well, otherwise it's doing injustice to uh this is why we call it an art it's an art to to interpret dreams it's doing injustice uh to the art it's like taking a a five-year-old kid drawing and saying this is a this equals picasso it's not even though it's uh, cute it's your child made it but it's not it's not picasso okay so again practice makes perfect and also i would suggest you know we have other tools that we've given across the whole of the series, you right. know, the Anabakoa comes to mind is one that I often use in my, in my work to kind of align myself. So, 
you might want to go back and, and see Definitely. if there are any tools that kind of resonate with you that help you center, uh, set your intention, become more aligned with the, uh, the creative force of the universe and to be present. And I would say in general, um, I mean, you know, you, let's say you start your day. Most of us don't know if we'll have a dream interpretation today or not. But if you start your day already with that intention to be aligned with the force of creation, to be present, to be on, the force of creation matches the opportunity to the desire. So if you have a desire for something, to be on, to be present, uh, to set the right intention, you can even say, I know that my heart is not fully aligned with you, with the right consciousness. But I'm asking, I'm asking, you know that I, I, this is what I want. So please help me. The force of creation will not say no to such a request because the re, even the request of, it's okay to say, I don't even know how to start a conversation about it. Right. With you. I don't know how to do it. It's okay to say, I don't have a clue when it comes to dream interpretation. And if you see that this is the right thing for me to be connected to, so please give me all the support that I can have, that I can receive. Like yeah. to be honest, to be direct well, that's with the, the force of creation. Right. And that's what we've talked about is you have to be honest with yourself as well as the force of creation. Otherwise... You, you can't see the truth in the dreams anyway, right? Yeah, I remember once like a student asked one of my colleagues about a tip for dating because they haven't done it for a long time. And, and my colleague said, uh, just tell uh, this person you're dating, you know, you haven't done it for a long time. So you don't really, you know, you're a little bit rusty. And if they don't like it that way, so they're not real anyways so why bother so you can like this uh, recommendation or not but the bottom line is you have all the support that you need to do your own dream interpretation and uh, this is how this is how you get there even yeah. joseph the son of jacob the patriarch that's how he started he started with his own dreams. And later on, he did the interpretation for others. All right, Mordecai. So practice makes perfect. Setting your intention and listening to the last couple of episodes. So you know that the steps are to becoming our, you know, junior dream interpreter. Thank you so much. It, it yes, was... It's all about the seed level. The seed level determines the rest of the process. If you aim right... You're it's going to be light. All right. Okay. Let's, let's uh, move on now to the language of dreams and the sleep symbol of the week. Right. So the sleep symbol of the week, um, surprisingly enough, it's seeds, planting seeds. So if you dream uh, uh, that you're planting seeds or you're watering seeds or you see seeds that emerge, Seeds represent in a dream, according to Kabbalah, um, just like as it is, things from the past 
that you already have created by your words, by your thoughts, by your actions. You already planted that seed. And this is a sign that that thing from the past is about to come. It's usually related to, um, it's about to manifest. It's usually related to relationships. Hmm. So it can be a relationship from the past that is coming again. It can be another opportunity that maybe wasn't manifest back then and now coming to be manifested. Uh, it doesn't have to be romantic. It can be also um, business or uh, bringing a child to the world, uh, which is another relationship. So, uh, but many times it is about uh, a romantic uh, relationship. So interesting. That Coming from uh, not, not a repetition of an old thing, but a seed that was planted in the past with your thoughts, words, ah, and okay. actions that is coming, is about to be manifested ah, okay. now. Okay. So it's not necessarily like it's meant you planted the seed and now it's coming to... No, no, no. It's not your ex coming back. Okay. That's the question. Well, not necessarily that, That's back. not the, yeah. It sounded like it was something that was coming back to you instead of something that you planted before is now grown. No, for example, let's say um, um, someone thought, let's say two years ago, um, it would be really nice to be wealthy. And that's what I want to do with my money. And they, they dream that they plant uh, seeds in uh, the, the, it can be silver seeds, mm -hmm. right? Or golden seeds. And they, they, they see that it's growing or they see that the water in it. So now there's going to be a manifestation of that wealth. Even though they might not, uh, they, maybe they left it, maybe they let go. Because now is the right time for this to be manifested. So it's your relationship with money in that case. Okay. It is now coming to fruition. Okay, so this begs a question for me. What if you don't know what the seed, how do you know what it represents? Like how many seeds do we plant? You know, how many times have, I mean, I can think of uh, uh, so many where I thought those types of things and I was planting seeds. How do you know which one is the thing that's coming? Is it what Well, it depends if you know which seed um, of, like, like what kind of seed did you plant? Like if I would ask you, what did you know? Do you know which seed did you plant for like apple tree or no idea, right? If it's no idea, so you want to go back to things that happened recently in your life that you feel that are meaningful, okay? That might be connected, like uh, you are thinking about going to the next level in your career, you know. So we might go, that's what you've been focused on lately. Or you're thinking mainly about uh, how do you bring to your child uh, more energy, being a better parent. And then you had the dream. It depends what are you focused on lately. Okay. If you don't know what the seed is. If you know, okay, this is a seed for an apple tree. Or it's a seed for a money tree. Or it's a seed for orange tree. So we need to see... What is your what come? What's the first thing that comes to your mind when you're thinking about apples, could, <laughs> or whatever that is, or whatever? You, so yeah. could it 
Could it also be that some of the other things in the dream help you understand and point in that direction or no? Yeah. By the way, uh, this is uh, just as a side note, but let's say you, you dream that you are uh, planting seeds of orange, orange uh, uh, tree. Um, orange in um, Hebrew is tapuz. Tapuz is initials of tapuach zav, golden apple. Hmm. So if you dream that you're planting seeds for an orange tree, it's so many times related to money and abundance that is coming because well, it, the, the orange is considered to be the golden uh, apple. That's amazing. Hebrew. Yeah. All right. Well, like I was saying, the big caveat is, is if you have a dream about an orange tree seed tonight, call us, call like, us. <laughs> probably not exactly the true message, but okay. Yes. <laughs> so don't call us <laughs> don't call us yeah <laughs> all right Mordecai and then something to sleep on so uh, we're going to give you something that uh, was created um, as part of this uh, program uh, it's a suggested way um, to set your intention this is also originated from Karen Berg um, it's a text that you can uh, read to yourself uh, every time before you do a dream interpretation. As I said, start by doing it, uh, practicing on yourself. Um, and then later on, if someone is asking you for a dream interpretation, you can ask them for the permission if you can read it to yourself. Uh, you can do some, you can read it. You don't have to tell them what it is, uh, just to set the intention. And later on, um, you will be able to do it without even reading it. Okay. And that's what our dream interpreters at the Kabbalah Center do these days. They're not reading it every time they're doing it because sometimes there is unexpected uh, session. Things happen. So uh, there are urgent sessions of someone that had a dream last night and they have to receive immediate answer and it's not always doable that you'll be able from one meeting after another to read it again and again and again so when you do it enough times it will be part of you know you you will you will get to a place that you just say because that there's no other solution i need to be in the right intention please help me the force of creation to to have my heart in the right place before I'm about to do this dream interpretation. And that's it. Because you don't need to tell the force of creation all of this. This is actually for you to express to yourself and to show that your intention is in the right direction. But as I said before, if you're not fully on when you're reading this, not going to help. Okay. All right. And as always, you can find uh, all of our something to sleep on and our language of dreams on our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We uh, encourage you to go there to share, to like, to subscribe, um, because Mordecai's great mission is to elevate every single person in this world's uh, sleep and dreams um, because it really benefits it all. So if you know somebody who would benefit from all that we talk about, please do like, share, and um, and subscribe. Also, if you, go ahead. 
No, no, I'm just saying that I like to say uh, thank you to the force of creation that kept me awake throughout yeah. the whole episode. You did great. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, if this is your sleep talking, you are master. No, are- that's not my sleep talking. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> All right. And if you're interested in a dream interpretation from Mordecai, please reach out to him at dreams at Kabbalah.com. And for one-on-one sessions um, to help better your sleep and or your dreams, you can reach out to Mordecai at the at art of spiritual sleep at Kabbalah.com. Thank you as always, Mordecai. And thank you, of course, to the thank you, of- Wendy. Uh, not only for keeping you awake, but for allowing you to be there <laughs> for us. We look forward to seeing all of you next week and uh, enjoy every step that you're taking towards becoming um, a masterful dream interpreter. Have a great day. Thank you.